Thank you, Brother Calhoun. God bless you. You can be seated. We greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, it's kind of nice living right on the state line. You kids that live in one state and had spring break this week, you cross the street and you have spring break again next week. You got to work it. You have to work that thing. Well, glory. Brother Coker, brother and sister Coker, good to see y'all. We go way back. The reason the reason he didn't accept that offer was not that he wasn't smart, but the house was so shabby that I offered him and the pay was so low. <laughs> I appreciate you not telling that. I really do. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Brother Brother Jay and Sister Lisa Yeverton, they came after that and, and did stay with us for some time, assisting us, great, great people, and we loved them. And uh, I guess the pay was a little low there, too, and they, they didn't stay a <laughs> real, real long time. But, you know, God, God's big work is really wonderful. Brother Crawford Coon was my first assistant. I, I, you know, I can advertise this now because I'm not looking for assistance anymore. Uh, so I can I can tell this. When he graduated from high school, I'd been pastor there about a year and a half then, and he came immediately and was my first full-time assistant, Brother Crawford Coon. He rode the bus down. I picked him up. I paid him $25 a week, and uh, he paid his tithes, $2.50, and I helped out $20 a week uh, to save up for him a down payment on a car. <laughs> He was courting on $2.50 a week. <laughs> he didn't stay too long. <laughs> but, uh, but the work of the Lord is good. Uh, you know, you stay in it a long time, you just look over it and you say, God, you're, you're really so good. God knows his business and he just uh, kind of puts us where he wants us and uses us how he will use us. It's amazing. It's amazing what God can build out of the kind of material that he has to work with. It really is. It shows just how great God is. Enjoyed being here this morning. Brother Calhoun, thanks for the invitation to come. What a wonderful church, wonderful spirit, wonderful people. And uh, it's just been a, been a real nice day. Glad for my family that we could spend time with up here. Randall, thank you for, Brother Randall, thank you for uh, coming up here with us. Praise God. I have no complaint. Hallelujah. Living for the Lord has, has been good, and it is good. Praise God. And uh, I, I don't think you've had a whole lot of preaching already down through the years, and uh, what little bit I can add to it, uh, it's just let the Lord put his blessings on it. I don't think I'll need to preach a long time. Because you're not uh, you're not really hurting not really hurting for preaching. If this was a Trinitarian meeting, I'd I'd probably tie in here for a while, you know. <laughs> but uh, but you folks have been well preached to, and uh, we'll just see what the Lord will do for us here tonight. I I'll be honest with you, I'm not uh, I'm not like lighthearted or casual about the work of God. I think that we're living in a very, very uh, special day. I was thinking just several days ago about 
some things that are unique to the end time. And uh, I'm not talking about necessarily earthquakes and wars and rumors of wars and all that. But uh, there's, there's spirits and attitudes and things that happens to people. The, the Bible warns us about the end times, some of the things that we are to be particularly on guard for in the end time of our spirit, our attitude, our attitude toward preaching and toward truth. Amen. And uh, our, our spirits in the last days, some will depart. In the last days, heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. In the last days, unthankful, unholy, uh, without natural affection and all. Things that uh, attitude and people's thinking, these things we must really pay attention to. And it said, uh, like missing church, folks said, well, I'm not the only one that missed. The Bible said you wasn't going to be the only one, said the man of some is. The Bible said you wasn't going to be the only one. But he said, as we see the day approaching, don't miss church. Now, as I said, the Bible said you would not be the only one missing church. The manner of some is. Hallelujah. So all of these things that are, are peculiar to the end time, if we want to be ready when Jesus comes, we really want to kind of ratchet down here and, and uh, get a good grip and be sure none of these things get a hold to us. Uh, we ought to just say thank the Lord and thank you, thank you every time we turn around to be sure that unthankful spirit don't get a hold to us. Right. Amen. It's, it's covering the world. Hallelujah. So there ought to be a great sense of gratitude in us. Don't uh, be ashamed to express it. Say thank you to everyone. Say thank you to your mama. Say thank you to your daddy. Say thank you to your pastor. Uh, say thank you to your school teacher. Uh, say thank you to the cop that stops you and gives you a ticket. Say thank you to everybody. Just to be sure. Just to be sure that unthankful spirit don't get a hold of you in this end time. A lot of, lot, of, lot of these things. Would you stand, please? Thank you again, Brother Calhoun. Blessing get to know you better. Come to this church. It has such a great history, great, great history. I'm honored to come and stand where great men have stood. Uh, you know, when you have as many great preachers stand here as you've had, you can, you can, you can stand a country boy now and then just kind of filling in here. And so I just come by here. Uh, to let some of this rub off on me, and I'll go home greatly blessed uh, having been here. If you will turn to the second chapter of the book of Second Timothy, Second Timothy chapter two, and um, and you know, I would read chapter verse eighteen, but I'm a I'm a positive preacher, and so I will not read that negative verse right now. I'll just jump on down to verse number 19. Paul said, Nevertheless, everyone say nevertheless. Nevertheless, nevertheless notwithstanding or even so, the foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his, and let everyone that nameth the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. But in a great house... They're not only vessels of gold and silver, but also wood and earth, some of honor and some of dishonor. If a man purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel of honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use and prepared in every good work. I guess I'll have to read verse 19, uh, verse 18. 
who concerning the truth have erred, saying that the resurrection is past already, and overthrow the faith of some. But we're not going to leave it like that. We're going to bring that 19th verse on. Whatever some are doing, whatever some are saying, whatever some are, are, are allowing to happen, whatever state of mind, whatever false doctrine, nevertheless, nevertheless the foundation of God standeth sure. Amen. And I want to tell you, I want to stand, tell you as I stand here on this Sunday evening that God's church is solid. The foundation is strong and sure. Amen. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen. We are built on something that is very solid. Let's pray. God, help us tonight. Help us, Lord Jesus, as we give honor to those who have gone before us. Hallelujah. Who have ensured, praise God, that we'd have something solid to build on. Help us, God, to have a commitment in our heart. Hallelujah. To never, 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 never meddle with the foundation of the great church of the living God. I thank you, Lord, for letting us be right where we are right now. Help us, God, to take heed how we build. When you come, we want to hear you say, well done, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and you can be seated. Hallelujah. The foundation of God stands sure, and that's going to be true until Jesus comes. Amen. The absolute solidity, security, safety, amen, of having something solid to stand on. I, I thought the 68 years of the history of this church I mentioned this morning that Brother Delouche came by and, and visited with my dad. I was eight years old, but I remember when he came by expressing his burden and vision to come to Texarkana and build a church. Those days wasn't easy. We were still in the old store building at that time, and uh, this, my dad was trying to scratch out a living, raising corn and ice potatoes and trying to feed us and and get a work started, hallelujah. But I remember them discussing it. <laughs> this is so refreshing to me to come up here, Brother Calhoun. It really is. It just kind of rolls the, the wheels of time back, and, and I see way back there, hallelujah. And here I am tonight enjoying some of all of this. What a blessing, what a blessing. And uh, the, the commitment, the determination, the conviction, the uh, love for truth that those men had, how careful they were uh, to do it right, uh, to preach it straight, to understand it, and to get it started off on a sure, solid foundation. And uh, I stand here today, this is your heritage weekend, remembering and celebrating your past. I stand here to salute. I stand here to salute the men who laid the foundation. Salute the men who started it off right, who built it solid and strong. Uh, you don't see much of the foundation. People come by and see our church, and they say, wow, I like it. It's just like this. What a beautiful, beautiful church. 
You know, the ugly part is the most important part. You don't even see it. Now and then I try to brag a little bit by telling them about the foundation under that building, the big concrete beams with the one-inch cables running across and how we tied it all in, the sole plates, and, and they don't want to hear that. They want to look at those lights and fuse, and man, it's a nice building. Not many people, not many people will stop and, uh, and take time to really appreciate what went into the foundation of the church. What, what investment was made, amen. But uh, this thing wasn't done in a corner. Uh, this is not a fly-by-night thing. This is not something that just sprang up. Amen. A few folks got together and said, let's have church. Hallelujah. There was a foundation laid. There was some digging down deep. And those old timers, those old timers, they faced, I, I remember when my dad went and started the work in Melville. They actually got together. The other churches, the denominational churches just got together and voted on it and said, we're not going to allow it. We're just not going to have it. We're just not going to have it. And uh, us kids little barefoot holy roller kids went to school and uh, they made fun of us and all of that they did all those things and uh and it just all went with it but uh those old time preachers they wouldn't bend they wouldn't give in they wouldn't stop they'd just preach my daddy would go to the pulpit with a list of scriptures about this long whatever subject he was going to preach on he'd go to the concordance and, and dig up every scripture that went with it. Just bang, 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 bang. Solid truth, solid truth, challenging the, the strongholds of Catholicism and, and uh, worldliness and uh, uh, Trinitarian false doctrine, once saved, always saved, except Christ, your personal Savior. I mean, they, 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 in the foundation, there's, uh, there's not much fine, finished work. I mean, you just get down there and grub it out and dig it and drag those one-inch rebars in there and drag them across there, and it's uh, grease and dirt and mud and sweat and concrete and rubber boots. And now later on, later on, there'll be little fine touches and all, but, amen, yeah, there's some things that go in this foundation that are so very basic. You just have to, you, you got to take the gloves off, and you just have to really attack it and, and uh, you have to go against every false doctrine and traditions of men. Amen. And, and uh, you just have to lay it on the line. So I salute, I salute the men right here, right here in Texarkana that laid a good foundation to where 68 years later, hallelujah, there's still a congregation, praise God, that knows what it believes and solid and rooted and grounded, amen, founded on this truth. Hallelujah. Now, Paul said to Timothy, there's going to be all kind of things come along. There's going to be all kind of things. You know, we have hurricanes down in Louisiana. Y'all have tornadoes up here. We have hurricanes in Louisiana and floods. We have hurricanes and floods. Uh, a lot of things has blew across the landscape in the last 68 years right here. A lot of things have blew across the landscape. I remember when the latter rain movement come through. I remember my dad was still pastor then, 
And I remember him coming in. He went to one of their meetings and heard him out. And I remember him coming in with his Bible. And he told my mother, I was just a kid. He said, hon, it's not according to the book. Brought his Bible in. He said, it's not according to the book. Amen. We'll have nothing to do with it. Praise God. We're going to keep going just like we've been going. That, we, we, we've, uh, we've braved a lot of storms. Praise God. A lot of things have come across. And sometimes... Uh, there were some heartbreaking situations and some people that uh, we couldn't save, we couldn't hold, we couldn't keep. Amen. But the foundation was well laid. Hallelujah. Solid and strong. And uh, though uh, even in Paul's day, there was some coming through saying this and that and this and that and would lead some away. But Paul said to Timothy, nevertheless, praise God, nevertheless. And I want to say to all of you here tonight, Amen. Whatever happens on any one day or any five days or any a cycle of time or season of time, amen, that people seem to get ideas and persuasions and, and this one or that one, hallelujah, you say, now what's happening? What's happening in our church? Praise God. Nevertheless, the foundation of God stands sure. Hallelujah. Nothing's happening to your church. Praise God. People will come and go. Uh, not everybody, not everybody really wants to be saved. Really wants to be saved. Really wants to be saved. I said to someone a few days ago, they said, well, where I go to church, where I go to church, I said, what are you going to do when Jesus comes? But what are you going to do when Jesus comes? Well, they let us do that. But what are you going to do when Jesus comes? Amen. When you stand before God, hallelujah, and, uh, and your life is full of worldliness, amen, what are you going to do when Jesus comes? Praise God. I thank the Lord for the solid foundation, amen, that the apostolic church is built on. The Bible says that other foundations can no man lay than that is laid. You say, well, they build a church, they build a church, they build a church, different it will not have a foundation unless it's built on this foundation. There is no other foundation. Hallelujah. You can, you can stack up brick and mortar. Amen. You can get a choir. You can get some music and loud uh, PA system. Amen. And you can get it going and get it going. But there is no other foundation. And it's not going to stand. It's not going to last. Let me tell you, all these things are springing up around here. Amen. If the Lord tarries 68 years from now, hallelujah, they will not be apostolic. Amen. 68 years from now, hallelujah, that congregation will not look like this congregation because they're built on carnality and they're built on opportunity and they're built on, uh, on uh, uh, ambition, carnal ambition. Amen. And they're not built on conviction and deep sense of commitment to God. Hallelujah. And righteousness. Amen. We're not intimidated by it. Praise God. We just simply say, nevertheless, the foundation of God stands sure. And let everyone that names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is built to last. Jesus built his church to last. Hallelujah. When he laid it out, he said, this is how I'm going to build it. This is the foundation I'm going to build it on. Hallelujah. He didn't say how long before he came back.
But one thing he did say, the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen. Time's not going to do it. Circumstances are not going to do it. The devil can't do it. Amen. Uh, sin can't do it. Hallelujah. The gates of hell shall not prevail. Praise God because he laid it on a foundation and built it on a foundation. Praise God that could last for eternity. He said to Peter, on this rock, <laughs> glory to God, on this rock. I don't, I don't want to be ugly here tonight. Amen. But we do not meet Trinitarians halfway. Amen. Trinitarians are not our half-brothers. Hallelujah. Uh, we are not kind of like the Trinitarians. Amen. This rock that God's church is built on, hallelujah, is a revelation of who Jesus Christ really is. And any church that is built on anything other than the revelation that contains a revelation of who Jesus Christ is, is not going to stand. Let me tell you something. You say, are you prophesying? No, I'm quoting scripture. The gates of hell shall prevail against them. The gates of hell shall prevail against But Jesus said, I'm going to build my church on this rock, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Hallelujah. Heaven and earth will pass away, but His Word will never pass away. You should feel very comfortable, very comfortable tonight. Thank God for the, for, for the, for the message, the revelation of who Jesus is. He said, do you, really, do you really think it makes that much difference? It makes as much difference as heaven and hell. It's quite a bit of difference. It makes as much difference as being saved and being lost. Jesus said, except you believe that I am he, you shall die in your sins. Amen. I heard those old-time preachers, hallelujah, discussing this. Every now and then some Trinitarian would show up. Amen. With all the gifts and everything else. Hallelujah. And they'd challenge them with the word of God. Hallelujah, there's only one God. Amen, Jesus Christ is God Almighty, Jehovah, the Creator, the Heavenly Father that came to this earth in a body of flesh. Hallelujah, and offered up that fleshly body for the redemption of mankind. Hallelujah, and in Him dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and we are complete in Him. There's one body and one spirit. One Lord, one faith, and one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all, through all, and in you all. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus said, Jesus said, I and my Father are one. Hallelujah. And all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Amen. That has no elastic in it. That is solid rock. Hallelujah. Jesus said, except you believe it, I am he. You shall die in your sins. There is no way for a human being to get rid of their sins except they have the revelation of who Jesus is and they repent and they're baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Repentance and baptism in Jesus' name is the only way to get rid of sin. There's no other way to get rid of sin. Amen. Signs, wonders, miracles... Amen, shaking and quivering and prophesying. But the only way to get rid of sin is by repentance and water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. It's for the remission of sins. Now that's foundation doctrine. 
That's foundation doctrine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That'll stand. Amen. That'll support a church. That'll hold a people up. That'll back a preacher up. Amen. That'll be here a while. I say that'll be here a while. You can build on that. I say you can build on that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Other foundations can no man lay than that is laid. No, no, the said, well, they're they building, they, they, don't, they don't really stress that oneness. They don't really come down on that Jesus' name baptism. Uh, they, they, really, they really don't come through too strong on that. No foundation. There's no foundation. No foundation, and it's not going to stand. All of these things are springing up. You know, I remember, I remember, amen, all the way back, the beginning, praise God, Separation from the world. Separation from the world. You got to lay it aside. You got to quit it. You got to stop it. You got to turn from it. Back then, there wasn't many sins. I mean, <laughs> there really wasn't many sins, you know. If you had a dime, you'd go to the picture show. A woman could cut her hair, and a man could smoke. That's about it. Cuss a little bit. I'm sure there was some adultery. I was young. I didn't pay any attention to what was going on then. Uh, but there wasn't many, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of things a person could do. We, we knew when, when a woman backslid because she cut her hair. We knew when a man backslid because he, he was smoking again. And we knew when young people backslid because the picture show was right across the street from the church. <laughs> and you got to deal with it. You just have to deal with it. Yeah. Hallelujah. Someone said, why doesn't the Bible name all these things? Well, these things change. You know, that's why in the second chapter of Acts, a lot of people quote Acts 2.38, but they skip Acts 2.40. And with many other words, Peter didn't quit preaching when he finished telling them about the Holy Ghost. Oh, no, there's more to it than, oh, that's our candy stick, and we love it, and we believe it, and we're built on it. Amen. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The promise you and your children, all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourself from this underward generation. Now the preacher's meddling. No. That's part of the message. That's part of the second chapter of Acts message. You've got to separate yourself from this world. Hallelujah. People say, well, why doesn't the Bible name television and smoking cigarettes? Why don't the Bible name that? These things change. The devil's, the devil's inventing stuff all the time. He's got something you haven't heard of yet. I don't know what it is, but he does. Amen. As soon as we get through preaching with what he's already got, he's going to have something else. But by the help of God... Amen. As soon as we can see it and hear about it and know that it's of the devil, hallelujah, we're going to brand it too. And those who want to serve God's going to lay it aside. They're going to give it up. Hallelujah. That's what the church is built on. You know, one of the scariest things about our country right now is that they're meddling with the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, the very foundation of our republic. Now, there's a lot of other problems there. The Lord knows there's a lot of other problems. Amen. But the real problem, the real problem is that they're messing with the foundation that our country's built on. 
You know why we're not a, a banana republic? You know, you know why we have lasted this long? Is because we had a carefully laid foundation that had in it the reinforcements, the safeties, amen, the care, the concern, uh, good, solid, good, solid moral principles, and the right thing was in that, that uh, gave you protection, but it also gave you liberty, gave you freedom, it gave you rights, it gave you uh, a, a wide open uh, opportunity to, to be what you determined in your heart and was willing to pay the price in effort and study, amen, and perseverance to be, amen. And our Constitution and our Bill of Rights is being tinkered with now. God help us as apostolics, amen. There's got to be something sacred about who we are. Hallelujah. Now, there are things, and I concede that there are things that we're wrestling with. Not everybody... I don't know y'all, and I don't want to insult you, but uh, if you are human, there's probably a slight imperfection present here somewhere, amen, this Sunday night, amen, some little something, I know it's not you, but somebody, in a great house, the Bible said there's vessels of honor and vessels of dishonor. A great house built on a solid foundation of apostolic truth and doctrine, amen, and standards and convictions. Praise God. We can put up with some stuff and still be a solid, strong church with the blessings and anointing of God. Somebody said you got a hypocrite going there. You can't have revival until you throw that hypocrite out. I probably, you can have revival. Hallelujah. Probably every revival we ever had, we had hypocrites there. Jesus is doing pretty well with Judas sneaking around. The Apostle Paul was having revival, and, and he had some folks. Some, a great house. Everybody say a great house. Oh, listen, praise God. Landmark is a great house. I say landmark is a great house. Hallelujah. Don't get nervous. Don't get nervous sometimes if you think that Pastor Calhoun, amen, must not know what's going on. Surely Pastor Calhoun would have already thrown these people out on the street if he had any idea what was going on. This is a great house. Praise God. We're trying, by the help of God, to make some vessels of honor out of those that's got marks and scars and, and making some mistakes. Amen? Hallelujah. But we're not going to move off of the foundation. It's not going to change what we believe. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God, this is our conviction, this is our doctrine, this is our standards, amen. And sometimes you can look out there and see our passion and our mercy and our patience, amen. Praise God, but the foundation of God stands sure. Hallelujah, there are things that come and go, and there are things that we put up with and work with, and there are people that we work with, and God helps us and guides us with wisdom, Amen, to handle them right and try to persuade them and bring them, hallelujah, dig around them, fertilize them, let them live another year. Maybe this year they will. Maybe this year they will. Praise God. And let me say to all you wise saints, amen, don't ever, don't ever 
put the pressure on the preacher. Dig it up, throw them out. Dig them up, throw them out. Why cumbereth it the ground? They're just soaking up our air conditioning. Amen. Hallelujah. But the, the husbandman said, let me, let me work on it just a little bit more here. Uh, uh, put them in a few more good services. Hallelujah. Let them hear that choir sing some more. Praise God. Put them in, uh, uh, in Sister Calhoun's Sunday school class back there. Hallelujah. Let's work with those young people. Let's work with them. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. God has made solid saints out of some folks that didn't look too promising. Praise God. But in a, church, in a, in a, in a, a great house built on a solid foundation. Amen. We're not compromising. We're not turning charismatic. Amen. We're not loosening up. We're not going liberal. We're not going the way of the world. Praise God. Over and over again, we're going to reaffirm, hallelujah, the foundation that we're built on. This is what we believe. This is what this church is. Hallelujah. The oneness of God, the new birth message, the absolute essentiality of Jesus' name, baptism, Holy Ghost speaking in tongues, separation from the world, holiness, righteousness, walking with God. Hallelujah. This book was written a long time ago. Hallelujah. And it just said with many other words, which simply means that as the devil comes up with it, amen, the preacher's going to have words to address it and say, separate yourself from it. Separate yourself from it. Love not the world, neither things that are in the world. I don't know what's going to be in the world 10 years from now. Love not the world, neither things that are in the world. But if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Glory to God. Solid foundation. We're not running as one that is uncertain. We're not fighting as one that beateth the air. Hallelujah. We're not something that just sprung up. Amen. This is something that was deliberately planned by the Lord Jesus Christ, bought and paid for with his own blood. Hallelujah. Laid out to the apostles, built on the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Hallelujah. The rock of the revelation of who Jesus Christ is. Amen. That must never change. The psalmist said, I think in Psalms 11 and 3, If the foundation be destroyed, what shall the righteous do? Brother Calhoun, it breaks my heart. It really hurts this preacher to see old-time good churches. Amen. That I remember the old pastors that dug them out way back. Amen. And stood for what was right. Suffered persecution. Hallelujah, held on to this message. Wouldn't give in, wouldn't bow. Old saints that kept that church going. Old saints that prayed and held on to God. Some of them's done buried their companion in the church cemetery. Amen, and held on to God. And then some, uh, some fly-by-night preacher with all kind of upty notions. Amen, come sailing in there and take a hold to that congregation. Amen, and ends up leaving those good, dear old saints with nowhere to even go to church. Amen, because the foundation's been tinkered with. And if the foundation be destroyed, what's the righteous going to do? I know, what the, I know what the liberals are going to do. They're going to jig and jump. Amen, say it's never been this good before. They're just going to turn the amp up higher. 
Amen. You say, look at the power, man. It's better than it's ever. But what's the righteous going to do? What's that dear old sister, amen, that's been serving God for 60 years, that said goodbye to the world a long time ago? When she decided to serve God, her family put her out. When she left the once saved, always saved, amen, they, they wrote her off. And she paid a price to serve God and has walked with God all these years, swept the church, mowed the yard, hallelujah, fixed and did. And then somebody comes in there and starts tinkering with the foundation of that church. Not right. It's not right. They ought to be, they ought to be, well, I ain't going to say it. <laughs> there ought to be a way to deal with that. There ought to be a way to deal with that. Amen. What's the righteous going to do when the foundation is destroyed? Praise God. God bless Brother Calhoun and those who've gone before him. Hallelujah. They have seen to it that the foundation, amen, remains intact. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Hallelujah. Whatever winds blow, uh, whatever concerns you may have from one time to another, whatever the devil may whisper in your ear, just remember this. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Amen. And let them that name the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. Hallelujah. There are people that uh, can put up a building, amen, in just a matter of days. Can, people can put a congregation together in just a matter of a few weekends. Blow a, a, a high-powered evangelist in, working his magic and all that stuff, and gather up and gather up. Amen. They got a church. It's not going to last. Amen. They may say, we're just the old time. We're old time apostolic. You watch and see. Amen. They start messing with the foundation. A little worldliness, a little worldliness. Amen. A little bit more. A little rings, a little TV, a little movies. Amen. A little short sleeves, a little trimmed hair, a little more, a little more. It's not going to last. But Jesus said, I have a church. Praise God that's going to last. Hallelujah. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen. My, I, I, I get upset. I get angry. It's not right. It's not fair. It shouldn't be legal at all. Legal. Amen. For folks to go in and mess with the foundation of good old apostolic churches and leave the good people that really, really wants it right. Amen. Conservative folks that really love God and righteousness Amen. Leave them marginalized and made fun of to where they don't even feel comfortable going to their own church that they were raised in. That's wrong. I say that's wrong. Hallelujah. God help us. God help us. Praise God to rededicate ourselves. Hallelujah. I will not mess with the Bill of Rights of the Constitution. Amen. Our country's got problems and troubles. Hallelujah. But we'll weather all of that. We'll weather all of that. Amen. If we'll maintain our Constitution and our Bill of Rights, hallelujah, and the foundation that we're built on. Otherwise, we become a banana republic that just changes and moves. And, and the first thing you know, it's overthrown. It's all different. There are countries that have great natural resources, rich, rich natural resources, but they have no stable life. People, uh, there's, there's no future. They don't know what their children are going to wake up to tomorrow. And uh, it just rises up and it's over there. What are they going to be preaching next? What are they going to be believing next? 
Where are they going next? What will they embrace next? God only knows if they moved off of the foundation. Praise God. But if this great house is built upon the foundation, the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Don't ever, don't ever resent. Amen. There are times when, there are times when we are redecorating and making pretty. There are times when we're impressing. There are times when everything is just beautiful and getting better. And then there's other times that we're really shoring up the foundation and a preacher has to get up and you think, my, 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 we had visitors today and what did the pastor teach on? Amen. We had visitors here and he taught for an hour on the oneness of God. He taught for an hour on the necessity of the Holy Ghost. Or he taught for an hour uh, against worldliness. Amen. We should have had all them folks talking in tongues. Hallelujah. Thank God for people who know the value of the foundation. So tonight we salute those that for 68 years have uh, maintained and held on to what this church is built on, the church that Jesus built, the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself, given to the apostles, passed on to us, hallelujah, built on something solid and strong. Don't ever, don't ever be intimidated by people that run faster, jump higher, amen, or grow uh, quicker, hallelujah. Just stay around, just keep on going, preaching the truth, loving the truth, loving God, serving God, hallelujah, backing your pastor up and say, pastor, preach to me, preach it right, because when Jesus comes, I want to be saved, and I want landmark to still, amen, be an apostolic church when Jesus Christ comes back. Let's still be an apostolic church when Jesus Christ comes back. Hallelujah. Let's stand. Let's stand. Hallelujah. Maybe it's been a while. Now you talk about a good service and a good service, and you're glad for that, but maybe it's been a while since you really, really thank the Lord for the foundation, amen, that God's church is built on, the solid message of truth, hallelujah, that makes us different and gives us life. We have a future. We're going to stand, hallelujah, we'll survive, praise God, we can hold it, we can keep it, amen, because we're built upon that foundation. God bless you, whatever happens, just say, nevertheless, the foundation of God stands sure. Nevertheless, so what? Praise God, hallelujah, God's church is solid. God bless you. Praise God. What a message. You know, the Bible said that there was one that built on sand and there was one that built on solid rock. And the flood came to both of them. You see, the flood is inevitable. Storms of life, they're inevitable. That's something that we can safely predict is that there's going to be storms. We can't inoculate you from it. We can't safeguard you from it. We can't keep you from having to go through them or or endure them. But what we want you to do is survive them. Praise the Lord. And if we survive the storms, we can be saved. Hallelujah. If we got the right foundation. You know, the house can suffer damage, but if it's got a foundation, it's worth restoring. It's worth building back. It's worth making repairs. It's worth putting some things back together, painting again, replacing some boards and 
Amen? If it's got the right foundation. If it doesn't have a right foundation, if the foundation's been destroyed, then it's time just to wipe it out. Praise God. Start all over. But I'm thankful that, that if a life has been born again of water and of spirit and has been living for God, there may be some storms that blow the shutters off and there may be some things that happen, a few shingles that fly off, but man, we're still here. We're living for God. We're doing the will of the Lord because we're built to survive. I said we're built to survive. Hallelujah. I wonder if there's anybody who wants to make heaven here tonight. I wonder if there's anybody that wants to, to make certain that you go all the way with Jesus. Praise the Lord. I didn't just start this thing, but I want to finish this thing. Amen. I didn't just get in this thing for a little while, but I, I made up my mind when I came to the altar that this was until the end. Praise the Lord. I'm not going to look back. I'm not turning to the left or the right. I got my mind made up. We used to sing a song, I got my foot on the rock, and my mind's made up. That's where we need to be tonight is to make sure that we're standing in the right place and that our mind is made up. I'm going to keep on living for God. I'm going to keep on serving the Lord. I feel encouraged tonight. I feel strengthened by the word of the Lord tonight. I wonder if there's anybody who wants to come to this altar and just check the foundation. Would you step out from where you are and just gather up around this front and say, God, I want to rededicate myself to the fundamental things. I, I want, Lord... Once again, to just, just go back and check the things that, that's been placed in my heart and spirit over the years. Things that's been taught to me and preached to me and things that I have received by revelation through the Word of God. I want to go back and check. I want to make sure. I want to, I want to make certain that they're strong and in place and everything is secure in my relationship with you. Would you lift up your voice to him? Let's talk to God for a little while here tonight. Let's spend some time checking the foundation. One God, apostolic tongue, talking, holy road, and born again, heaven bound, believer in the liberated power of Jesus' name. I've been washed in the blood, sanctified by the Spirit. I believe in holiness, and I suggest that you do the same. I was set free at a Pentecostal altar on my knees. Pardon me if I'm not ashamed to be a one God, apostolic tongue, talking, holy road, and born again, heaven bound, believer in the liberated power of Jesus' name. Well, I'm a one God, apostolic tongue, talking, holy, rolling, born again, heaven, my believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. I've been washed in the blood, sanctified by the Spirit. I believe in holiness, and I suggest that you do the same. I was set free at a Pentecostal altar on my knees. Pardon me if I'm not ashamed. To be a one God, apostolic tongue, talking, holy, rolling, born again, heaven, my believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. Well, I'm a one God, apostolic tongue, talking, holy, rolling, born again, heaven, my believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. I've been washed in the blood, sanctified by the Spirit. I believe in holiness, and I suggest you do the same. I was set free at a Pentecostal altar on my knees. Pardon me if I'm not ashamed. To be a one God, apostolic tongue, talking, holy, rolling, born again, heaven, my believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. Well, I'm a one God, apostolic tongue, talking, holy, rolling, born again, heaven, my believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. I've been washed in the blood, sanctified by the Spirit. I believe in holiness, and I suggest that you do the same. I was set free at a Pentecostal altar on my knees. Pardon me if I'm not ashamed. 
To be a one god apostolic tongue talking holy rolling born again heaven power believer in the liberating power Jesus name Hallelujah Aren't you thankful that you know this truth? Aren't you thankful for the revelation of who he is? Praise God. Aren't you thankful for some cardinal doctrines that you received and you prayed through and, and a preacher preached to you and you got a hold of it? Amen, amen, amen. Some of you can remember when the lights came on. You came out of denominalism. You came out of dead churches and you came out of, out of a, maybe a world of sin. Maybe your background was one thing or another, but you came to an apostolic church. And a preacher started preaching, and you didn't, it didn't just click all of a sudden, but you stayed with it, and you, you kept hearing him out, and God started dealing with you through the word of the Lord, and line upon line, and precept upon precept. Amen. You know God feeds according to our desire. If you're hungry to know truth, you can know truth. If you close your mind to it, then, then God can't reveal it to you. Amen. But if you're hungry to know it, he said, I'm going to show it to you. Line upon line and precept upon precept. Sometimes it's like a spiritual scavenger hunt. But if you're hungry and if you'll keep searching, if you'll keep looking, amen. The Bible said, search the scriptures for in them. Amen. That's where you're going to find the words to eternal life. It's through the word of the Lord. And I thank God for solid biblical preaching tonight. We we don't always do Sundays like this as far as Heritage Sunday and looking back and remembering, but I think it's good every once in a while. Not that we're not focused on the future and what God's going to do, but I think it's good to go back and check that foundation. Let's go, go back and, and analyze some things and say, you know, why are we here and why do we believe this and why are we who we are? And keeping our identity sure. Amen. There's a lot of folks that are losing their identity. They don't know who they are. They're, they're one week they're this and next week they're that. Just like the Bible said, blown by every wind of doctrine. But I'm thankful that I know the truth of God's Word tonight. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I don't want to be, I don't want to be just caught up in sensationalism. Because sensationalism isn't going to save me. You talked about it tonight. People that, you know, I, I've been around them. Uh, they can tell you a Social Security number, but they can't quote Acts 238. They, they, they can tell you your address, but they can't tell you what it takes to be saved and what name to baptize in. Well, with this group, they baptize this way. And this group, you know, we, matter of fact, we've just kind of excluded the name of the Lord in all of our baptismal services. Well, I'm going to tell you I, I want to stay sure. I want to stay right. That's what's going to last. That's what's going to go into eternity. Amen. That's the church that God's coming back for. He said a church that was without spot or blemish or any such thing. Praise God. I want to be sure in this foundation. Hallelujah. I don't want to just be caught up in sensationalism. There's, there's, uh, there's been even some around here that I felt like, you know, sensationalism was the only thing that appealed to them had about a thimble-deep spiritual relationship with God. But the only thing they could get with is a juking and the jiving, but you preach a little scripture and they're off the bandwagon with you. I'm going to tell you that's not what it's going to take. It's going to take more than that if you're going to be saved. I said it's going to take more than that if you're going to be saved. Hallelujah. Praise God. And we've had some bumps and hiccups here lately, and I might as well just say it, in, in certain aspects and departments of the church. 
But I'm going to tell you what, if a music program is the only reason why you come to this church and that's the only thing saving you, you need to check the foundation again. And it may be God allowed some of this to happen to kind of shake your world up, get you back to the basics. Praise God. Because the common denominator of this church is not any of that. It's what we believe and what we teach in the Word of God. Hallelujah. If that makes you unhappy, I'm sorry. I'm just telling you. And I want to be the best we can be. And I want to do and improve. And, and we're, we're, we're going to. And we're, we're looking to do that. But I want to tell you something. God sometimes just wants to shake us down to the core and say, you know what? Where are you guys really at? What do you really believe? Amen. Why are you, why are you hanging on? Why are you living for God? Why are you serving with God? Why, what's this church built on? Amen. Praise God. Did the Bible talk about a shaking? I said, did it talk about a shaking in the last days? But those that remain, I want to be a part of that resurrection number that remains. Hallelujah. I'm going to be here when it's all said and done. Why don't you lift up your hands and say, God, help me to be a part of that number. Hallelujah. Come on now. Help me to be a part of that number. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. And you know, it's just like the preacher said tonight. People start questioning, well, what about Calhoun doing this? Why he did this? Why? Blah, blah, blah. Hey, Amen. Maybe I know more than you do. Come on, brother. Amen. Yeah. Hey, Not about everything, but I guarantee I know more about the folks of this church than you do. Hallelujah. Praise God. You take care of your department, I'll take care of mine. You stay in your jurisdiction, I'll try to stay in mine take care of that teaching that school and you take care of that working on them cars and, and I'll take care of preaching praise God because that's what God called me to do Amen. hallelujah praise the Lord I want to be saved I want you to be saved and so I'm going to do my very best to see that all of us everybody that can it grieves my heart to see somebody walk away from God I mean there ain't nothing that pierces me anymore you know, I can't get up here and whine around about it and have a funeral every service. That wouldn't bless you. Amen. Just because I'm not groaning around about it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt to see somebody walk away from God. Amen. Just because I'm not up here uh, with my handkerchief out every service doesn't mean it doesn't hurt me. Amen. I want you to understand that. Matter of fact, there's nobody at wounds like the shepherd. Amen. When the wolf comes in and gets a lamb. But you know... Amen. I, I gotta, I gotta keep the sheep here encouraged and strengthened and blessed and fed. Amen. Disease and all the other pestilence that are out there—the best cure for all of that's just to feed the sheep, feed the flock of God. The Scripture says, "Praise the Lord." If you're getting good food, you can stand up to all the pestilence and disease that are out there. Praise God. Thank you, Brother Majors, for being here. Amen. Wasn't this a treat? That brother Major is with us. I have felt, being a young pastor, young man, it was good for us to uh, to have ministers of of this tenure come by and, and and preach for us from time to time. And I know uh, some say, "Well, uh, why don't we get some young whippersnapper through here?" Well, I'm the young whippersnapper, so. 
until I get past being the whippersnapper, you just put up with me and we'll bring in the elders. And they can make, when I get to be the elder, we'll bring in the whippersnappers. Amen. <laughs> we'll pray. He said, let God come back for them. <laughs> God bless Brother Majors. We wish him safe travels going back home. And next time he comes, he can bring some of them crawfish with him. Amen. Amen. That's the best amen you got all service, brother. <laughs> amen. As a group of them come in here the other night, they'd been out on Saturday night eating crawfish. I noticed they couldn't hardly walk down the aisle frontwards. They had to almost walk down backwards. They'd been eating so much. Bless you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to Brother Mike Dumdie for and Sister Trina for preparing that media presentation. Wasn't that wonderful?